0: Hi, I'm Samantha Swick, Chief Marketing Officer of the Americas for Inspira, and welcome to Exam ExamProtise. In this podcast series, we will be speaking with industry experts who will share their knowledge on the assessment challenges institutions and students are facing, with the thought leaders who are passionate about the digital learning evolution that is occurring, and with Inspira leadership who are at the forefront of creating digital exam experiences that are shaping the learning environment, with each digital exam authored, delivered, monitored, and graded. So join us as we explore how to modernize the digital exam experience with exam parties.
1: I'm here with Ro McFarlane, who's the president and CEO of Inspira Americas. Hey Ro, how's it going? Hello, Andy, how are you? Doing great. Glad to have you here. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do at Inspera.
2: I am the president and CEO of Inspera America. So it is from Canada to the United States, to Central America, all the way down to South America, is our area of responsibility with a global company, uh, which is Inspera AS, uh, based in Oslo.
1: Great. Interesting. So tell me about insparrow. What do you do? What, what does the company do?
2: So the company is about digital assessment, and they were actually one of the first to market about 20 years ago, leading the digital disruption in online examinations and testing. Mm-hmm. So when you think about the traditional paper-based uh, exams and pens and lots of paper. Uh, they were the first to really get on board with digitization. So as content digitized, It made sense that as content was digitizing, the next step was to take it deeper into the classroom and bring it to examinations. And quite frankly, Andy, this is the way students are learning today. So Mm -hmm. there's a huge disconnect, you know, in the industry, when you look at higher education, they're learning with digital content, but they're not necessarily being assessed digitally. Makes
1: a lot of sense. And so Tell me a, a little bit about your industry and niche. It sounds like education and schools are uh, front center for you, but tell yeah. me a little bit more about the, the, the focus of the direction of the company.
2: Right. So we're a, a, a dyed-in-the-wool uh, tech company. So we are software first. Uh, we're a technology company that, of course, is enabling uh, digital online assessments, remote proctoring, and we also deploy a lockdown browser, for individuals uh, to be able to be in a safe, secure environment during their assessment. So when you think of it, uh, yes, we are leading the digital disruption in examinations. And that's in the higher education space. So four-year private, four-year public, as well as two-year community college. And then associations, we call them award or certifying bodies, where there's high stakes examinations for some type of professional certification. If you look at Inspira's positioning in the market, we are considered to be very premium and high stakes. So when there's a certification or a major uh, letter grade coming after the exam, uh, Inspira tends to be on the back end of that as evidenced by uh, great customers, Oxford, Cambridge, uh, in England, on the way through to University of New South Wales in Australia. So uh, users in about 180 countries And uh, for the past 20 years, we're definitely battle-tested software.
1: Very cool. And tell me a little bit about the the problem that Inspira solves.
2: Yeah. So what it really is, it's about the whole entire exam cycle. So if you're a professor, Andy, uh, you're likely have a piece of software to prepare your assessments, uh, to plan it, to design it, to deliver it, to market, and then share out those results. And then of course, you're not done there. When you go to deploy the exam, you wanna make sure students are in a safe and secure environment, they're not cheating. So you deploy a lockdown browser. You typically would have to hire another company for that. And then on comes remote proctoring where you're able to have a live interaction and making sure everyone in your class is ethically participating in the exam. That requires yet another third-party solution. So enter Inspira. So Inspira is really end to end. So it's one larger platform that does the full assessment. So if you're a professor, you're going to go in and start to plan or author your exam. You're gonna design it, how it looks, what types of questions you're gonna put in there. There's over 22 question types, for instance, that we have. Uh, So the exam is not meant to be boring. It's meant to be interactive. It's meant to be something you you want to do, not have to do. So we bring exams to life online, which is equally as important. You're able to deliver them and mark them and share them out within the SIS. So single sign-on to the LMS, back to the SIS to register the grades. And then onward to the lockdown browser. So that allows students not to go to third-party applications during testing. And then Subsequent to that, we also have add-on services, which is artificial intelligence-driven proctoring technology that, again, allows for live interaction and, and I would say, bot-driven uh, assessment of what's happening online during the exam.
1: Sounds fascinating. I, I love the integration and, and how you've set up the platform so that you have the single sign-on kind of an experience and a seamless Experience on the on the student side, um, and also on the on the teacher side for that matter. Tell me a little bit about more about the AI part of what you do. That sounds interesting.
2: Yeah, so you know AI is the buzzword. Uh, it it essentially is about automation. And mm-hmm. what we're hearing back from faculty, for instance, Andy, is they don't necessarily. If you have eight hundred people in your class, first and foremost, you're a teacher. You're a faculty member. You want to teach. And what we're hearing from faculty is they're mired in a lot of administrative uh, aspects of teaching, which last time I checked is never exciting. Uh, So grading is a a big part of it. So when grades are automatically graded and you can set the rules and logic within the software to do that, that's a plus. And then for stuff that requires a set of eyeballs, like someone actually has to read it because they're open-ended questions, our software allows for multiple workflows where you can farm out the same question to many graders or assign certain questions to cohorts of graders to kind of decimate the work, get it done and bring it back to the center, so to speak. So it really excels in, in that behavior. So not only designing the exam, but faculty are the, are the winners after the exam is in. They can reduce their time of grading and administrative uh, aspects of the exam.
1: That makes a lot of sense and being able to distribute the workload on the grading side of that is really interesting. Um, I'm always fascinated by how companies start and how they have grown the business since then. Tell me a little bit about the origin story of the company. Usually it starts with a problem and the problem was solved, but tell me a little bit about how Inspira was started.
2: You know, I, I could be more proud of its uh, its establishment about 20 years ago Uh a guy named Bjorn Rustergaard, he started the uh, company and he was out to disrupt exactly what we just talked about, the pen and paper uh, old style of learning when digital disruption was happening in the content side of the classroom. But how do you bring it into a examination and testing? Andy, the, the real reason why Inspira was created was also about making the classroom equal. And here's what I mean by that. There's bias in grading today. So if you're very smart, and I know you're smart, if I go to grade your exam, I now have a preconceived notion about Andy. He's very smart. So I might be more forgiving of your answers, even when they're not as complete. Or let's go to the other side of it is you're very smart, but your handwriting's poor. So I make a acute judgment on even though I don't want to. We have a bias in our brain that might say poor handwriting bad answer, when in fact, it could be the most eloquent answer written. So you can understand uh, having those aspects of double blind, where I don't know it's Andy, but I'm marking his exam. That's good for both the teacher uh, and the student to ensure very ethical and unbiased marking behavior. And then also the attitudinal, uh, I guess, viewpoints of people's handwriting or the way they might. Uh, write down notation, etc. Well, on the keyboard, that evens that playing field. So there's a list of things that happen on the content side. We always talked about if you and I have a book on the first day of class, that's great. It evens a playing field for us, because we both have the same content. That's wonderful. But more and more, the, the content's only one step. What about assessment? You're being assessed on that content multiple times throughout the term. And that isn't as... Uh, as even of a playing field as we would like. And the more it goes digital, you can understand the more unbiased and fairer it becomes.
1: It, it sounds like the company was started overseas and you're bringing it here to the US. Tell me a little bit about, uh, with the success that you had overseas, what's the plan for the US market?
2: Tremendous success overseas. Uh, like I said, users in 180 countries, over 3 million submissions. 20-year-old uh, company, and it's built successively uh, customers throughout Europe and Australia. And uh, we're opening offices now in the Middle East and Southeast Asia, and of course, in the Americas. So we're building on the success of Europe and bringing it into the Americas. Uh, the sales strategy is we actually don't like to sell, to be honest. Uh, we like to educate, and education, uh, once people listen to the story and how it works, Uh, They either buy into it or they don't. And I think that's really what we're out to do is educate, especially in the U.S. market, that Europe is quite far ahead on the digital assessment side. Uh, They're definitely going uh, further in digitization. There tends to be more paper-based workflows in the U.S. So it's about educating what those advantages are with our software and our solution. It's not just software and getting them to the next step. So there's success of pilots happening at multiple schools. And uh, we do have several uh, US customers already. So very pleased with the results so far. And again, it helps when you have very great logos uh, in in Europe, for instance, behind you with great credibility.
1: Love that. Uh, And love the the success story that you've had and and how you're bringing that here to the US. It kind of reminds me a little bit of uh how payments are also in in europe and how the us is yeah. going kind to of follow on with that you know leadership that's happened in europe so this this you know, could i could see how this has a similar trajectory tell me a little bit about what makes your brand stand out from the competition
2: you know we talked about that integrated solution and that's what's really important so rather than hiring i call it three vendors to deliver an exam we're one vendor for all aspects of the examination delivery. That mm-hmm. is super important. The other thing is I, and there's no better word for it, but we're battle tested, right? So as you know, uh, there's multiple educational technology solutions out there and there are a dime a dozen. And there's a lot of startups and seeds and all wonderful and good, but there's very few that are able to scale. And what I mean by that is because we've been in business 20 years and we have marquee accounts uh, behind our name and we're a premium offering, uh, if you're in the learning management system, for instance, and using their assessment uh, tools, the learning management system wasn't designed for 30, 40,000 submissions and simultaneous usage of constant interaction in Spira is. So our tools and platform are definitely about scale, so that's where we're winning against the competition. And the fact that we're one seamless solution, so you have one vendor, one company that's responsible for all interaction behavior from start to finish. Super important. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate
1: that. And, and as you're looking at your uh, at, at the future here, how are you how are you planning on growing the business? What's your go to market plan?
2: Well, you know the we are very fortunate uh, to have executive on the Americas team that have uh, over thirty years of experience combined in educational technology as well as managing uh, campus auxiliary and uh, educational technology as well as content. So as a former uh, president of Follett higher Education, we managed over you know, twelve hundred campuses throughout the u s and Canada. so definitely familiar with the wants and needs of content and assessment on those uh, campuses. And we are actually uh, entertaining partnerships right now. Uh, It's an easy story and it's a a wonderful uh, discussion to have because we have people wanting to partner with us because they're realizing as content digitizes, Andy, the next thing is the digitization of the assessment because content's already more or less been digitized. So they see this as a natural progression and they also see it as participating in fairness and, and driving equity in the classroom.
1: And that's a nice lead into my next question here, which is, you know, tell me a little bit about some of the trends that are happening in the education space. They're helping to shape the future and kind of set the foundation for this. It sounds like the right timing for this kind of- Yes,
2: I, I think you said it best right there. The timing five years ago would not have been as good. And five years from now, it's too late. Mm-hmm. So as we see, you know, Uh, content being all digitized. So you see courseware being used in higher educational settings, you see ebook. Uh, Definitely uh, when we look at ebook usage, we think of, oh, I'm on my iPad and I'm I'm scrolling through content and actually 80 to 90% of content when it's viewed uh, in an e-content browser requires a keyboard because they're taking notes. They wanna highlight, they wanna shade. they're they're shading in areas and sharing out notes with the class. All that is super important uh, workflow we're seeing. So the digitization of content has really led to a crying or a yearning uh, for the digitization of assessments. So we see that number one trend happening across faculty. We also see what we call point solution fatigue. I hired A vendor to do my proctoring. I hired another vendor to do my lockdown browser, and then I have either an LMS uh, assessment solution or a third-party solution. And now I got to sew them all together, and they all have to talk to each other. So that tends to be uh, a barrier. And when they see Inspira, they see it as you know one solution, credible, scalable, battle-tested, been in the market for a while, great logos behind it. And it's continuing to participate in what we call the thought leadership, right? So Chat GBT, AI. We're in the middle of that because we're in the middle of the nation's classrooms and quite frankly, global classrooms.
1: Very exciting. I I love what you're saying here, and I love the the timing of all of this. Tell me a little bit about how Inspire will help address this disruption that's happening in the in the in the market.
2: Yeah. So they're gonna the the way we're addressing it is essentially saying, look. Whatever pedagogical approach a faculty member uses, we should be able to respond to that. And before, when you and I maybe went to school, it was all about memorization, and then I would regurgitate it back. And then based on that, I would get a great mark. And now it's about application of knowledge. So with knowledge being ubiquitous around the internet and the web, uh, maybe closed book exams aren't a thing as much as they used to be. The good news is, is we handle both. And we can say, look, uh, you go as you go, go out to the internet, go out to the web and look for the answers and put them in. And maybe that's an application of knowledge. Or we do the standard closed book exams where you had to have known the content ahead of time and you're asked the questions and you put in the answers. So we pride ourselves on being flexible to open and close book summative and formative examinations. So quizzes, tests and high stakes exams, online and offline. So you're home, if you have Wi-Fi for a few minutes, you can get going on our examinations. And if you go offline, no problem. There's no interruption uh, with our experience. So again, great value proposition. And then the single sign-on to the learning management system, it works hand in hand. It's not a replacement of the LMS assessment tools. It works with it and it's a scalable solution. So that's really, you know, when you look at how we're out to solve it, it's really not solving it as much as it is responding to the way faculty want to teach now and in the future, and it's our job to deploy all the modalities and features to get them there, and we have.
1: Makes a lot of sense. What, What kind of institutions do you work best with? What challenges do they have?
2: Yeah, you know, the two year community college systems are really a large focus where it's, it's kind of just in time training, quicker training, uh, one year to two year programs. There tends to be digital propensity, right? So what we look for is when digital content's being used, it's not a big stretch to go to digital assessment. So we look for the characteristics of, of a customer that is already a digital native that's very helpful because they appreciate the flexibility of digital and they're gonna continue to deploy it in their downstream workflows. So two-year colleges and then of course, four-year public schools are the next and four-year private and then associations. We talked about like certifying associations, realtors, doctors, nurses, lawyers, uh, anywhere there's high stakes exams that require a very scalable and steady and dependable uptime solution. Uh, that's Inspira.
1: Love it. And so what what can we expect from Inspira over the next few years? What does the future look like?
2: Yeah, you're going to see us uh, much more out there. And, And what I mean by that is we're participating and have greatly throughout Europe in conferences, thought leadership, keynotes, and we're known to be a thought leader in this area. And as we come into the United States, we're going to continue that trajectory into the U.S., uh, getting some pilot accounts to test us out. We're not new to the market, so that's behind us. we are definitely been around, but we're newer uh, to the Americas. So you're going to be seeing a lot of pilots, a lot of feedback, uh, helping us mold our model in the U.S. Maybe there's some tweaks that have to be made to our service model, And we look forward to that feedback from esteemed faculty that are willing uh, to pilot with us.
1: Very exciting solution that you have in the market. And it's such a, it seems like you're on the precipice of a ton of growth here. It's really, uh, I'm encouraged by what we're talking about here. What's your URL and how do do people find you? What's what's your social media handles? Uh, How can people find your company?
2: Yeah. So we're definitely active on LinkedIn. Uh, lots of posts uh, throughout our, our European presence and U.S. presence. Uh, so you can follow us on Inspira on LinkedIn. And of course, our website is www.inspira.com. And uh, you can capture us through there. Fantastic.
1: And what's the biggest takeaway that you want people to be taking away from this conversation who are interested in, in your company?
2: I think as, as content digitizes, uh, it's very much about digitization of examinations and testing to drive equity in the classroom and fairness. And the only way to do that is through double blind marking and distributed workflows and ensuring that every student really gets a fair shake where where they need it most when it matters, when they're delivering a letter grade that determines their future. So that's where we're uh, very much champions of the classroom and uh, paper and pen-based examinations don't do that.
1: Wonderful, Ro, this has been so exciting and and thank you so much for the conversation today.
2: Great, Andy, thank you for your time as well.
1: My pleasure, Ro McFarland, president and CEO of Inspira in Americas, thank
2: you. Thank you.
0: Inspira has over 20 years of experience in the digital assessment solution space, providing institutions with a platform that supports the entire examination cycle. And it revolutionizes the exam experience while providing an easy-to-use interface allowing students to demonstrate their understanding of a course's subject matter, which ultimately fuels the digital learning process. The views expressed by the participants in this podcast are their personal opinions and do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of Inspira. Inspira disclaims any responsibility or liability for any statements made in the podcast by the participants.